Hello, this is Tanishka from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 9th of December. Minister of State for Health, Bharti Praveen Pawar, told the Lok Sabha today that there was no conclusive data available to establish a direct correlation of death or disease exclusively due to air pollution, NDTV reported. However, she said that air pollution was one of the factors affecting respiratory ailments and associated diseases. In a written reply, she said that health was impacted by a number of factors which included food habits, occupational habits, socio-economic status, medical history, immunity, etc. of an individual besides the environment. Pawar included that there was no conclusive data available to establish a direct correlation between death or disease to pollution. She then went on to list several steps taken by the government to address air pollution issues, such as the Pradhan Mantri Ujwala Yojana. She further added that the ministry had also launched the National Programme on Climate Change and Human Health with the objective to create awareness and build capacity on the climate-sensitive health issues in the country since 2019. Listeners, as Delhi's air quality continues to be bad, with stubble burning in the neighbouring states of Punjab and Haryana, News Laundry visited some of the capital's leading government hospitals to find out how people with a history of breathing ailments were coping. You can watch my colleague Akanksha Kumar's full report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Delhi Air Pollution – How Are the Sick Coping? Listeners, the reason we can bring you stories such as these, without fearing backlash from political parties or corporations, is because we don't rely on them for advertisements. We rely only on you, the subscriber, to support us. So if you are not a part of our independent news model already, head on to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Lowest subscription plans start at Rs 300 only. The Bombay High Court allowed the plea of the National High Speed Rail Corporation today for cutting down of over 20,000 mangrove trees in Mumbai and nearby areas for the Mumbai Ahmedabad bullet train project construction, Baran Bench reported. A bench of Chief Justice Dipankar Datta and Justice Abhay Ahuja allowed the project to be completed owing its public importance. But it asked NHSRCL to abide by its undertaking, which said that it will strictly comply with the terms and conditions mentioned in the approvals of the project. The corporation had earlier approached the court, seeking permission to cut down mangrove trees. This was after a 2018 order had put a complete freeze on felling of mangrove trees. Earlier, the bench had asked the corporation to reduce the number of mangroves required to be cut for the project. The corporation had told the court that they had reduced the number of mangroves from 53,467 to 21,997 and urged the court to grant the request. In an earlier order, the court had directed NGO Bombay Environment Action Group to be added as a respondent. The NGO had objected to the felling and also pointed out that no environment impact assessment had been done. The Supreme Court dismissed a petition today which sought details on a meeting of its top panel for appointing judges stating that the discussion cannot be revealed to the public, NDTV reported. 
the petitioner, activist Anjali Bharadwaj, had sought details of a collegium meeting on the appointment of two justices on December 12, 2018 that were never made public. Her request was turned down and she had challenged the same. In its ruling today, the Supreme Court said that nothing mentioned at collegium sessions may be made public. The court stated that no judgment was made at the meeting and pointed out that the petitioner had relied on articles based on conversations with one of the judges present. The court's refusal to reveal the collegium discussions has added to the controversial back and forth between the administration and the court over judge selections. The appointment of judges has been the purview of the Supreme Court collegium since 1991. Although several central ministers current and previous have advocated that the government should play a part in the process Opposition members of the Rajya Sabha protested the introduction of the Uniform Civil Code in India Bill 2022 in the house today Indian Express reported BJP's Rajasthan MP Kirodi Lal Meena introduced the Uniform Civil Code in India Bill as a private member bill today The bill seeks to do away with personal laws based on religion. Protesting against it, opposition members from the Congress, CPI, CPIM, Trinamool Congress said that it will destroy the social fabric and unity in diversity present in India. They sought a withdrawal of the bill. Rajya Sabha chairman Jagdeep Dhankar however then put the bill to a voice vote where it passed with a majority of 63 with 23 people opposing it further union minister Piyush Goyal argued that it is a legitimate right of a member to raise an issue which is under the directive principles of the constitution while opposing the bill CPIM MP John Britas referred to a law commission report which said that a uniform civil code is neither necessary nor desirable. DMK's Tiruchi Siva meanwhile argued that the very idea of uniform civil code is opposed to secularism. According to the Indian Meteorological Department, a severe cyclone, Mandos, is forecast to travel west-northwestward and reach the coast between Puducherry and Sriharikota during the night of December 9th and 10th, Hindustan Times reported. The strong cyclone, according to the weather organization, is currently lying in the southwest bay of Bengal, around 240 kilometers east-southeast of Karaikal. Mandos will pass right along the coast of North Tamil Nadu, Puducherry and neighboring South Andhra Pradesh. The Med department predicted that most locations in Tamil Nadu, Puducherry and the Karaikal area will get mild to moderate rain today. It also said that there was a chance of scattered to extremely heavy rainfall across some of the areas. A red alert has been issued for 13 districts in Tamil Nadu. The state government said that the National Disaster Response Force and the State Force have been deployed in 10 districts in the Kaveri Delta area, Chennai, its three neighbouring districts and Kudalur. 5,093 relief centres, including 169 in Chennai and 121 shelters, have been opened across Tamil Nadu. The White House has said that the Biden administration is aware of the excruciating wait times for visa interviews in India which have reached 1000 days and is trying to address the significant demand for these services pti reported 
the wait times for appointments for non-immigrant visas, visiting visas, student visas and temporary worker visas at embassies in a few Pacific islands and South Asian nations have very long backlogs. In India, it has already crossed more than a thousand days, causing hardships for families of Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. The wait time had increased as a result of decreased staff and operational constraints brought on by the COVID-19 crisis starting in March 2020. White House Press Secretary told reporters that they were successfully lowering visa interview wait times and had doubled the hiring of U.S. Foreign Service personnel. The State Department stated last month that pre-pandemic levels of visa processing are anticipated to be reached in fiscal year 2023, recovering more quickly than anticipated. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 